0: This is Taiwan Plus on ICRT, your connection to stories that matter. Brought to you by the news team at TaiwanPlus.com.
1: Welcome to Taiwan Plus News. I'm Eke Vat. We begin with the latest on the COVID situation here. Taiwan reported more than 53,000 new cases on Monday, a noticeable dip following a three-day holiday weekend. Now the government is asking parents to look for warning signs in children who may be infected. As of Monday, 16 children with COVID have died in Taiwan, all of them since April. John Van Tries has more.
0: Taiwan is taking action to catch COVID in children early. Faced with a growing number of deaths and a lower vaccination rate than among adults, it's giving out free test kits to children as young as six. It's also trying to handle the growing number of young COVID patients with encephalitis, or swelling of the brain. It's a complication behind a string of deaths in children here. Experts say parents should be looking out for unusual behavior. 腦延的小朋友在那個可能就預錢或者的交易當中,會有一些這種所謂語無倫次或者是有一些換覺,導致說講出一些可能聽起來比較聳動的言語,事實上在我們護前的腦延個案當中並不少見哦。The government is urging hospitals in the south of Taiwan to raise their capacity to take in patients. The south has seen a growing number of cases, leaving less than 30% of beds available. Taiwan's health minister says he expects the ongoing wave to start easing at the end of the week. This will give hospitals room to breathe after what's been Taiwan's worst outbreak of COVID since the pandemic began. Asnaya Zhou and John Van Trieste for Taiwan Plus.
1: A delegation from Slovakia has met with Taiwan's premier in Taipei to forge more economic, trade and technology cooperation. Over the next four days, the delegation will meet with President Tsai Ing-wen and travel to the southern city of Kaohsiung. The group is led by Milan Lorencek, the deputy speaker of the Slovak National Council. It is Slovakia's second visit to Taiwan in six months. China's foreign minister wrapped up a tour of the South Pacific without securing a regional pact on security and trade. During his 10-day visit, Wang Yi made a stop in eight island nations. He signed dozens of bilateral deals on issues including infrastructure and police equipment. It's the first visit to the region by a high-level Chinese official in more than two years. The centerpiece of the trip was a discussion of a proposed security deal between Wang Yi and the foreign ministers of 10 Pacific Island nations, which failed to materialize. Beijing's renewed interest in the island nations has drawn attention from traditional Pacific players, such as the United States, Australia, and New Zealand. For more on the significance of the trip for China and the region, our reporter Louise Watt spoke to Pacific Island's expert, Dr. Tess newton Kane.
2: I think it was a very important trip for China, for the foreign minister, it's his first one um, to visit all of these countries. There are, you know, he got round, he put in a lot of miles, you know, in the airplane and diplomatically. It was particularly significant that he went to both Solomon Islands and Kiribati, who are both fairly new uh, to the, the stable of Pacific Island countries that recognize the PRC. And as we know, in each of the countries that he went to, there were a number of uh, signings of uh, MOUs or letters of exchange or discussion, agreements about projects. Now, it's not completely clear how many of those are new initiatives and some of them are more likely to be formalizations of existing initiatives but in terms of bilateral agreements um, there's no doubt that they, that will be very much the focus of how this is portrayed to a domestic audience as having been a diplomatic success less successful was the attempt to um, secure a uh, multilateral agreement. So what we've seen since then is that uh, the Chinese side has put forward a position paper, which contains a lot of what was in that original communiqué, but with some significant um, deletions. And as said, that that you know that the group has agreed has agreed to to work on consensus. So it's not a dead conversation. It's it's quite clear that um, China sees this as one that's worth pursuing.
1: Crowds gathered in Taipei on Saturday night to mark the anniversary. Activists erected a replica of the iconic Pillar of Shame monument, which was taken down in Hong Kong last December. Ryan Ho Kilpatrick was there.
0: Torn down in its hometown, a Hong Kong icon is reborn in Taiwan. A replica of the Pillar of Shame commemorating the victims of the Tiananmen Square massacre now stands in the heart of Taipei, unveiled on the 33rd anniversary of the deadly crackdown, when soldiers opened fire on pro-democracy protesters in Beijing on June 4, 1989, killing thousands the project was launched by the new school for democracy 這個決定說實在不是一個生生熟慮的決定。我們是在一股衝動之下,呃,所做所做的決定。因為香港有我們很多很好的朋友, 因為港區國安法的實施,他們現在坐在坐在國安國安的法庭的大牢裡。Kyle Hill Kilpatrick for Taiwan Plus
1: South Korea and the United States have fired eight ballistic missiles in a joint exercise off the eastern coast of South Korea. The launches follow reports that North Korea test-fired eight missiles from different locations on Sunday. According to Yonhap news agency based in Seoul, South Korea's launch was intended to show that the country can carry out accurate strikes against the North. South Korea had just wrapped up joint exercises with the U.S., Pyongyang has carried out 18 rounds of missile tests this year, more than in the past two years combined. And Team Taiwan has claimed its first ever gold medals at the international, at the Italian international 2022 badminton tournament. The national squad won the crown in both the women's singles and doubles events in Milan on Sunday. It also took home a silver in men's doubles and a bronze in men's singles. Taiwan's representative to Italy was there to cheer on the team and he brought traditional dragon boat festival treats for the players. The team is heading to Denmark for their next tournament. How does an ancient goddess stay relevant in modern-day Taiwan? At a time when people struggle to keep up with the latest tech trends, the sea goddess Matsu is more popular than ever, thanks to some modern-day solutions. Maggie May has the story. hundreds of thousands of people have come out to
3: see her. Many struggling to get as close as they can. She's not a pop singer or a movie star. No, this is Mazu, the goddess of the sea. And this pilgrimage is in honor of her birthday. It's hard to imagine that just a few decades ago. This centuries-old tradition, the Dajia Matsu pilgrimage was in danger of dying out. began making some changes. In 1993, Zhenlan Temple began allowing live broadcasts of the annual pilgrimage. More recently, entire businesses have sprung up around the festival, selling a wide range of mother-related products along the route. Today, the pilgrimage is a major contributor to the economy of central Taiwan. All this has helped transform the Dajia Mazu pilgrimage from a quaint rural festival into an event that can sometimes see millions of participants. The difficult track leads pilgrims to many temples in honor of Mazu, starting in Taichung City's Dajia District and heading south to Xingang Township in Jiang County. That's a round-trip of about 340 kilometers. But the COVID-19 pandemic has been challenging for the pilgrims. This year saw only 600,000 attendees. That's far less than in previous years when as many as 5 million walked the route. Organizers have had to get creative to find ways to keep people coming back despite the obstacles presented by the pandemic. One innovation is a GPS device and cameras installed on the top of Mazu's palanquin. They are connected to an app that allows you to track the goddess's location in real time.
0: Chen
3: Temple has also launched a website that devotees around the world can use to pray online. And again, the organizers of Dada Mazu pilgrimage have found a creative way to adapt to new problems. And that's helping keep the goddess of the sea an important part of life in Taiwan. James Rayner, Kama Xu,
1: James Chader, and Maggie May for Taiwan Plus. Thank you for watching Taiwan Plus News. I'm Ian Cavat. For more stories from Taiwan and around the world, please download the Taiwan Plus app. Stay safe and see you next time.
0: Thanks for listening to Taiwan Plus on ICRT. For more great stories from Taiwan and around the world, visit taiwanplus.com.